G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Eurovision 2023 review and rank series. And today we are talking about Denmark. Mm, one of those few countries in Europe you actually haven't been to, Dale. No, weirdly, I've not been to Denmark. We, mm. You know what? We were almost going to go this year. We were we planned this trip to go to Melfest and mm. we were going to fly into Copenhagen and get the train up, weren't we? Yes, but that didn't eventuate, unfortunately. No, cost of living crisis um, is more like the cost of Liverpool crisis. <laughs> I think was the problem there. Well, let's talk about the country at Eurovision. Now, in the last 12 attempts of qualifying for the grand final, Denmark have been there 10 times. Oof. Good. Pretty good. Very good. That does include the time they hosted. So, you know, qualified nine. Still got counts. Ten. You know what I mean. And this included top tens four out of five years between 2010 and 2014, including a win. Mm. They were good. It was the golden years of Scandi music, though, it wasn't really, it? Dale? It was the golden years, and yeah. they were, you know, riding that wave, um, including an amazing job of hosting, I must say. But they've struggled uh, in the last two years with an 11th and a 13th in the semifinals, not qualifying on both occasions, but not too far off at the same time. It's the first time they've had a double NQ in a row since 2015, 2016, uh, where they were able to bounce back afterwards. So the question is. Can they bounce back this year? So who have they got they'll be hoping to take them back to Saturday Night Glory? Well, they've got Riley with Breaking My Heart. Ronnie Pedersen, known professionally as Riley, is a Faroese singer and social media influencer. He is aged somewhere between 16 and 30 years old. <laughs> He's released his debut single in 2021 and has gone on to establish a fandom in South Korea, as well as a following of nearly 11 million people on TikTok. He is off to Liverpool after winning Dansk Melody Grand Prix, the Danish national final, where he took out the super final of the last three artists by getting 28% of the jury vote and 15% of the public vote, giving him a winning total of 43%. He is the first person from the Faroe Islands to represent Denmark at Eurovision. I do absolutely love the fact that someone from the Faroe Islands is going to be going to Eurovision. That's like mad to me. They're tiny, right? Yes. Um, I always think of them because of football, because yep. remember they were always like, kind of easy beats they're actually quite good now hmm. but it's one of those places i never want to go it just looks cold i kind of intrigued about i think i watched those youtube videos like going i've kind of lived in Faroe islands for like six months and <laughs> i like just froze to death herrings and stuff <laughs> but anyway other than that the other thing we must just quickly touch on is the age yes. because if anyone doesn't know he did say originally in his record company said he was 20, I think. Something like that, And yeah. some very good Eurovision fan sleuths, like, literally found, like, his, like, when he got his license on Facebook, on some random Faroe Islands, like, Facebook group page. It turns out he's not 20, but he just said, I'm like Peter Pan, I'm ageless. Well, he does look about 12. Yeah. So, but he's 25, yeah. I think. Is he is the 25 accepted... years old. <laughs> According to Wikipedia. Carbon dated. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about something other than his age. And let's talk about some of the pros and positives about this entry. I think this is one of the most modern commercial boppy little pops 
in this competition this year. I think this is the kind of song that people will hear on radio in lots of places around Europe and in the world. And it's the kind of music we want to see at Eurovision to represent something that is out there now and it's current and it's contemporary. Yeah, and it's a very memorable little pop song. Okay, it's not reinventing the wheel or anything like that, but not every piece of music has to. And for me, on first listen, boom, it hit me. So yeah, it's got first listen appeal. Yeah, and it also, I think it has little hooks that you remember throughout there. Like, it is pop song, so it should, but it does. It has little parts that you just, like, hook onto and you remember those parts. Even within the verses, I find myself singing to them after I've stopped listening to the song. So they stay with you, and that memorability is something you need in Eurovision. Yeah, and generally the production on the track, I think, is very good. I even like the electronic backing in the chorus. It just gives it something to remember, something you you will keep in your mind. It's a nicely produced Scandinavian pop song. Like, what's not to like about that? Exactly. And also, I think the staging will be fun. Like, I, I really like the music video in the way the different sort of colourful rooms. They try to do something kind of similar in the national final. It wasn't super well executed, mm. but they'll have time to get that right, I think. And I think you can make the staging work really quite easily with this song, as long as you get it right. And going back to your earlier point, it is a radio-friendly song, so there's almost a familiarity about it. And I think that will resonate with viewers because it's a, not a challenging piece of music. And I think that's going to get votes. Yeah, exactly. People say things like, oh, said, this reminds you of Choice of Arn. And mm. other people say it reminds you of X, Y, and Z. So, yeah, that familiarity is definitely there. Shall we go to some of the drawbacks? Let's. Can I start? You better. <laughs> well, you know, you said earlier that you really like that kind of electronic backing track. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Riley likes it as well because <laughs> I must say he certainly isn't the most supreme vocalist. Like he can definitely sing. There's some videos where he's at a party or something and his vocal's not great. He's not that bad. But at the Danish national final, he was completely drowned out by the backing vocals. You could barely hear anything he was singing and I think that's for a reason okay look the way I look at it he's a little hit and miss vocally it's more a mixing thing with the electronic backing track Mm. it's just about getting that right I think if they can get that right then I don't think it's going to be an issue again it will be an issue a little bit if it's not right because people like live vocals at Eurovision you need to be singing live and if you're seen not to be you will get punished yeah, and on top of that, I'll say because of his, I, yes, he's done a lot of social media stuff and whatnot, but he's not the most experienced performer. And I think we've seen that at the national final. He was fine and take away the whole kind of backing vocal thing. I just don't think for a song like this, when you're a young pop star, you know, you've really got to own that. And I just think maybe his lack of experience might be showing. I think he's very ambitious and I love that he's taking this on, but I'm just not sure he's quite ready for it. Hmm. Funny you should talk about the staging earlier. I have to say, I found the staging concepts very weak so far. Even at the national final, it looked a little bit too junior. Whether that was just a colour palette or something, it just didn't work for me. He definitely will need dancers on stage, I think. Otherwise, I just fear he's going to get swallowed up because he's not a big guy, a little hobbit with fluffy hair. But you just can't have him out there on his own. And I think that experience comes into it as well. Yeah, and I think there's something with the whole, like, it is a good radio-friendly, fun song, and the studio sounds great. I just worry about the way that that translates to live and something to grab onto. Yes, there's little hooks throughout, but there's not, again, those moments, the thing, it kind of watches over you and go, that was fun, I enjoyed that. 
but where's the impetus to pick up the phone? Mm. Um, and unless he kind of goes out there and just does this incredible job to grab it, I'm just trying to figure out who the audience is for this, who's actually going to kind of vote for it and, and love it. Um, I think a lot of people might go, yeah, that was pretty good, but I'm not sure they're going to really go for this song. Yeah, and I think that kind of leads into my last point as well. Running order for me is very, very curious and also a little dangerous. He's opening the semi-final, which... I was scratching my head about because this doesn't strike me as an opener. Plenty of time for other people to get in front of him and really grab your attention. And maybe it'll only be when you see that recap that you go, oh yeah, the Danish kid, he was pretty good as well. But I don't know if it's going to last, you know, 15 other songs after him. Yeah, I definitely had opening as well. I think it's really troublesome and it has had a pretty 50-50 record, I think, compared to closing. So it's a tough um, mm. spot to be in, I must say. And I just want to come back to what you said a little bit before about the staging I, and almost what I was touching on the last point. This is bordering into junior levels, mm. I think, a little bit. And on top of that, I think this is the song that I've had the hardest job in our notes about having pros and cons for because i just find it's i find it hard to grab onto anything on both sides do you know what mm, i mean really? i found this the most difficult one we've done no i've had others i really oh well i'm not going to preempt anything but no I, I have feelings about this one well maybe yeah maybe it's just me and my taste with it i'm just feeling i'm finding this a struggle to get my head around as a eurovision song maybe Well, as always, Dale, it isn't just about our opinions on our review and ranks. It is those of the Aussie Vision contributors as well. And what have they thought of our Faroese singer, Riley? Well, the Aussie Vision team have ranked Denmark, usually one of our good friends. They place them in 20th. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I get the feeling we're going to get some top 10s, but we're going to get some pretty low ones in the 30s as well. Two in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Six in the 30s. Yep, I figured this might be the case. I think there's a lot of people who don't really resonate with the song, who aren't big fans of it. Um, they feel strongly about it. But ultimately, it's all about the people who feel strongly for it. That mm. matters when it comes to Eurovision. Absolutely. And who are we hearing from today? We're hearing from Mark and we're hearing from Cooper. This pretty little twink pop bop is instantly familiar and instantly catchy. It feels like Troy Savan and Imogen Heap gave birth to a Timothy Chamolet Cabbage Patch Kid. I was smitten with Breaking My Heart on very first listen way back when, and will continue listening to this song long after Eurovision, not because it's some sort of musical magnum opus, spoiler, it's not, but because it's light and bright and youthful and fun. I think younger audience members are going to connect with Riley's image and fashion and disposition, all these things which inform this sort of K-pop sensibility he's got going on. I do hope Denmark are working hard on what they put around Riley because the Dance Melody Grand Prix staging was lacking an identity, it was lacking atmosphere. And I'm also hoping Riley's been working on his skills in front of the camera so he can really connect with those voters. Bookies currently have this finishing outside the 10 in semi two, which in a 100% televote year I think is an oversight. So I'll be putting a bit of coin on Riley to qualify for the grand final. I've seen so many people sleeping on Denmark this year. Breaking My Heart is by far the most radio-friendly and contemporary song of the contest this year. It's bright, it's in your face, and has an extremely memorable hook. Everything you need to do well at Eurovision. 
the vocoder elements in the chorus, that Charlie Puth sounding production, this is the type of music that a casual audience of Eurovision would listen to and because of that, potentially vote for. And personally, this is one of the best songs from Denmark in the past decade. Probably the best since Emily DeForest back in 2013. Now, is Breaking My Heart going to win Eurovision? God no, not a single chance. But if the Danes polish up the performance nicely, it will give them one of their best results in a very long time. Well, I think the thing that jumped out for both there is mm. this song has a lot of potential um, for Denmark to do well. This has got the right ingredients. But I think definitely Mark was sharing some of the same concerns that we had about the staging, the presence, can they make that work as well? But I love I love Cooper's enthusiasm. It almost made me question myself as well. I'm like, am I missing something? Yes, I think I am. Cooper's convincing me. So I love the enthusiasm because the people who love it really love it. You should always question yourself, Dale. Um, <laughs> yes, I agree with both the lads. This is an instantly likable pop pop, and there's nothing wrong with that. Not everything needs to be deep and meaningful. We all share the concerns of how is this going to translate to a live stage and and I think if they can get it right, well, yeah, they're going to unlock some votes here. All right. Well, should we move on to our rap and rank? Yes, we shall. Who should go first? You should, maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Look, I recognize that this is a decent little pop song, and I can understand why people like it. But it just ain't for me. I mean, I rated this low back in the national final. Uh, it just didn't grab me. And to me, it felt like it lacked some authenticity as well. I like the song. I didn't really match it up with the artist so much. I commend his ambition and I really like what he's doing. He's going out there. He's making this musical career. He's from Faroe Islands and he's about to go on the Eurovision stage and he's big in Korea. Good on him. I think that's absolutely massive. I just feel like he's in over his head here. I think he's gone a bit too far. And unless they turn those backing vocals up to 15, I am really worried about this live performance. I think it could be exposed, and I think the viewers uh, might be a little bit disappointed from what they see. I hope not. I hope it does work out. He is on the cusp of qualifying, but it's touch and go. The main thing here is the song's not for me. 30 second. Oh, another one in the 30s. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's harsh. 30 second. It's just not for me, and it okay. never has been. Fair enough. I, 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 Head-wise, I go, I see what you're all seeing. Hmm. Heart, feet, anything else, I just go, next. Oh. I'm just not here for it. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm here for a little bit. I beat like five or six home. No worries. Well, you make your way back to the nursing home. I'll do my <laughs> rap and rank on this one, Dale. Scandinavian pop music is my musical kryptonite. And I fell for this one the moment I heard it in the national final. I mean, I see red flags all over it when it comes to a live performance aspect. Don't get me wrong. But that studio is just so, so good. I have total confidence that the Danes will have smoothed this out by the time it gets to Liverpool, but something tells me it's still not a lock to get through to that grand final. Probably that running order is another red flag for me. I'm interested to see the final live product because this could go either way. Really, this could be amazing or it could be, oof, let's never watch that again. I still love the studio version. Yes, I have the musical taste of a 14-year-old Korean girl. I have ranked Breaking My Heart in fifth. <gasps> oh my god! It was first for a long, uh, what long time. What are you talking about? Long, long time. This was first. <laughs> oh my god! How am I getting this shocked this late into the review and ranks? Well, your I rage had... don't get too excited, Dale. <laughs> I had no idea. 
fifth. Wow. And, and like, seriously, I, only a couple of others snuck ahead of it. I was Holy. looking at Lorene and looking at him, looking at Lorene, oh, looking at him. Oh, if you had put Lorene <laughs> behind this, I would have had words. Look, um, oh, wow. I just, I'm a I'll bit lost for words. I'll be listening to this well after the the contest is over. Well, you'll be listening to it in headphones, I can tell you that much, because <laughs> it's not being played in the house when I'm around. Well, oh, gosh. wow. And you know what? Can I just say, uh, remind me not to have a drink with you and Mark at the same time and talk about Eurovision <laughs> songs, because when you two agree, I generally hate the song. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Oh, my uh, God. I'm still a bit shocked. That was so good. Love this song. So I, um, I think it's going to be a giant mess, <laughs> but you know, I still like it. It's fine. Wow, it's this year's Austria. Mm, it really is because last see. year you voted, you put Austria fourth. Fourth, and, that's and right. This is wow. Okay, oof. Thirty right. second and fifth. Well, okay, you, that's you won't be going to the difference. Faroe Islands very quickly, will you? You won't be welcome. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, look, that was quite the shocking result. Mm. I don't know. You probably might be shocked with my result over Mike's, but exactly. I think yours is more shocking. <laughs> All right. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us yes. on a very interesting review and rank. That one's going down in the history books, that one. <laughs> um, and we'll catch you next time. Take care. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 AussieVision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.